1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSC.
2: Now I know that anytime I say I should do this, I put should in quotation marks for anybody listening. I know that is my ego, that is not my truth, that is fear. And fear is false evidence appearing real. <laughs> What is up, guys, and welcome back to Skinny Dipping, the podcast where we dive into the mind, the body, and the soul in order to create actionable change in our lives. Because we can talk about this in theory all day, but how do we talk about the theory and understand it, then apply it into the real world through actionable steps? That's what we want here. And today I have such an exciting episode for you guys. I went to California this weekend to do a wedding. If you don't know, I'm also a wedding photographer. That was my job before podcasting, before social media. And I stayed with my friend, Lo, who is one of my favorite people in the entire world. We met at Coachella, the story of all stories. And she came up to me and she was like, oh my God, I love you on TikTok. Like I don't don't resonate with that many people and I really resonate with you. And we connected and that was in 2022. And a year and a half late- (laughs) And a year and a half later, I don't know why, I just stumbled over my words, Mercury retrograde type shit. But a year and a half later, we have cultivated a deep relationship and I just love her so much. And she asked me to come on her new podcast, The Raw and the Wild. Lo is somebody that I deeply look up to, her wisdom and the way that she sees the world and her superpower of sensitivity and vulnerability constantly inspires me. And when she asked me to come on her new podcast, The Raw and The Wild, I was so deeply honored. So her podcast will be linked below. But this is actually the interview that I did on her podcast because I was like, honestly, it's so good. Like, we talked about so much good stuff. It's so juicy. It's so vulnerable. It's so real. And it's one of my favorite interviews I've literally ever done on somebody else's episode. So I was like, Lo, can I post it? Like, can I share it with the Skinny Dipping listeners? And then also... You guys can get to know Lo because I know you will also love her and love her podcast. So without further ado, let's dive into the episode. Make sure to support the sponsors because it supports the podcast. And also, the link will be below for everything having to do with what we talked about last week with the fires on Maui and donating directly to families. It will be linked below. So please, if you can... You know, maybe when you're getting that cup of coffee, you know, you're getting $5 cup of coffee and you donate $5 to also a family that needs help. Everything will be linked below. And thank you for your support. And let's get into this episode with The Raw and The Wild,
1: Lo and Kayla. Yay. I'm so excited. It's so good. Hello, my sweet, sweet angels. Welcome back to The Raw and The Wild podcast. I'm Lo and I'm so grateful as always for you to be here with me today i have the most special exciting episode this is such a pinch me moment in my life and (laughs) again i'm already gonna start crying but you guys i have a full circle guest here today and this is someone that is truly the most beautiful creative human i've ever met in my entire life a friendship that i'm so grateful for that feel so aligned and deeply soul connected. And on my spiritual journey as someone that I looked up to when I was going through it, I would literally type in her name on TikTok and go watch all of the healing that she would share with the world. And her messages are just so clear and connected to the collective and truly someone who I just look up to you and love so deeply. We have the angel Kayla Rose, one of my sweet soul sisters, my favorite podcast host in the entire world, Skinny Dipping Diaries. You're going to love her as much as I do. Welcome, Kayla. I'm so excited. Love you got me crying, dude. I'm, crying I'm like, <laughs> I
2: don't know. Just for you to see me in that light means the world because I see you as an inspiration to me. And when we first met, I was I was just like, who is this girl? <laughs> we literally <laughs> met at Coachella. I know. Not this meeting at Coachella, which is so
1: like, I know. This is so important because for anyone listening, if you feel inspired by someone so deeply and you look up to them and your soul resonates with what they're doing and sharing, it's because you're meant to have that as well and be that as well Mm -hmm. and you will always connect with the people you are meant to connect with I was walking to the front of the stage at Kim Petra's Coachella in 2021 and I see this girl pass by me in a hoodie. I literally saw her eyes flash by me super quick. And I immediately stopped her, t- touch her shoulder. And I was like, Can I look at your eyes really quick? And you had your hood on of your sweatshirt. And I was like, Oh my God. Just started telling her how much she impacted me. And I was like, I And I just started crying. I, yeah, I was like, I love your TikToks. Like, you are someone that I look up to so much. Like, thank you for being here and sharing the messages. And she just broke down crying. And we <laughs> hugged and we watched the whole set together and danced and all of our friends became friends and we think so it was so fun and we stayed connected from that moment and now here we are a year later hanging out over a
2: year later over a
1: year later Crazy. like and it's one of those just dream moments where it's like if you allow yourself to express how you're feeling and show the love that you're feeling at all times the people are meant to come into your life will and they'll guide you on the path and You've been such a guide for me in this short amount of time that we've been friends. Well, you've been a guide for me, too. And, like,
2: I'm just... To be seen in that way by you is so refreshing and inspiring because you're somebody that I deeply trust. Like, I deeply trust your opinion and your point of view, so... For you to see me in that way and be excited to have me on is literally the biggest blessing. I'm so excited well, to thank
1: you. dive
2: into yes. our conversation. Oh my god!
1: And I'm so glad we're finally doing it. The raw and the wild and the skinny dipping crossover that we all needed. It's so meant to be. We are such similar souls. We have so many journeys that we've both experienced, that we go through, that we want to share with the world. Our missions mm-hmm. are so similar. and you are the reason I have a podcast in the first place. You're my <laughs> podcast mentor. So thank you for seeing me the way that you see me. I I, you. I I, love you. And I genuinely don't think I would have finally done this if mm. you didn't come into my life in the way that you did. Wow. So thank you. That literally is all I could ask for. Like
2: in the process of my podcast and creating my dreams to know that it's inspiring other people to open up their voice and clear out their throat chakra and to create art through their wisdom, that's all I could ever ask for it's not about me like it's about everyone else trying to figure out what's best for them so that's um, exactly what i want yeah. like 100 percent. and the fact that i got to like, help you also last time i was in town on the journey of just like brainstorming and getting inspired and getting excited to podcast and me telling you all my tips and tricks and secrets like mm-hmm. i love that to share information is a part of my love language you know like yeah. to to carry wisdom and also to share all my secrets, like no gatekeeping. I'm like, I want to tell you everything about the podcasting world. (sighs) And like, just to be a part of this journey is so amazing because I know this podcast is going to be so big and amazing and beautiful for you and I just see it being fucking
1: awesome truly I love you I love you and I love that you are just a sharer of all of your knowledge and wisdom I think we need so many more people like that in the world but you are truly helping so many of us step into our purpose and I see it from everyone that reposts when they're listening you have I say this to you all the time but you have such a gift of truly tapping into Mm. the collective and what Every single person needs to hear. And I think that the way that you do it so vulnerably with whatever you're going through and still Mm -hmm. showing up and relaying the messages that you relay, you're truly one of the most impactful people Mm -hmm. on our planet that's doing that right now. (laughs) I swear to God, I see you in that way. So thank you. Yeah, so having you here, you guys, we've been together for like the last few days. (laughs) She's been staying here with me. We've been having some slumbers, chatting about (laughs) life and we've both been really going through it this month mm-hmm. this summer summertime sadness girls
2: summertime sadness was so real I it was, know, with them. I I was like summertime was supposed to be the vibe it was I supposed know. to be hot girl summer and said it was
1: summertime sadness lana del rey crying <laughs> my eyes out on the beach summer baby like what the fuck is up <laughs> but so many of us experienced that
2: you have no idea how excited i am to announce this new sponsor because i manifested working with them Me and my friends were jumping in the ocean and we were talking about how to get over nicotine addiction and having an addiction also to oral fixation and smoking in order to cope with anxiety. And my friend was like, there's this company called Ripple and basically... Ripple is a 0% nicotine aromatic diffuser. You can puff on with these plant-based ingredients. They're relaxing, they're tasty, and there's two types of devices. There's the reusable pod and there's the disposable, fully recyclable pods. I have two favorites. I loved the Boost flavor. I honestly puff it all the time. It's pomegranate, maca, and green tea for immunity and strength boost. Also, I absolutely love, love, love the Dream. So you can quit whatever you're trying to quit and step into your power. Fuck nicotine. Take your fucking power back. Small ripples make big waves. So you're going to go down below or you're going to use the code SKINNYDIPPING, all caps, for 15% off your order with Ripple. Everything's going to be linked below. The code's going to be below. Don't walk but run. I promise you guys are going to be obsessed with these as much as I am. 15% off your order with the code SKINNYDIPPING. And it's all gonna be linked below, baby.
1: And so, it's so collective. Yeah, it's so collective. And I feel like it's really important that we dive in and talk about that. The things that we've been chatting about, it's like it's so deep and it's so real. And so many of us are feeling that. So, Mm. a concept that we've been chatting about a lot this weekend is showing up in your purpose and using your gifts when you aren't feeling empowered in them mm. and i think that you're someone who does that so beautifully and so powerfully so the world needs your advice we <laughs> you need to hear how you do it oh my goodness and yeah all the things that help you stay connected to your soul mm-hmm. when the world feels sad and crazy yeah i'm not gonna lie july was definitely like a self-sabotage
2: moment it It wasn't devotion to my practices. Typically, my practices are breath work and movement. I feel like for me, we've been talking about this a little bit with Ayurvedic, like the Pitta and Vata and Kapha. And I'm very Pitta, so I'm very fiery. I'm an Aries, Scorpio rising, a lot of intense energy. So for me, I know that I deeply need movement and I deeply need breath work to clear out any energy that is no longer serving me. And those are my practices. But not going to lie, in July... I fell into a very deep, I mean, depression is just like such a intense word. So I would like to call it a sadness, but it really did feel like a depression because the difference between sadness and depression for me is sadness feels like I can cry. It feels like I'm feeling something where depression feels like suppression. It Mm. feels like stuckness. It feels like, it feels like the spark is gone. Yeah. When I got back from my month on Oahu, um, back to Maui, I was like, wow. I went to therapy and my therapist was trying to get me excited about things. She was trying to be like, come on, Kayla, let's get excited. Let's think about what you want to create, you know, to bring you out of this space. And she was like, doesn't seem like you're excited about anything. And that's what that kind of deep stuckness, deep depression was feeling like for me in the summer. It was just like, Mm -hmm. wow, like... I'm not excited about anything. I'm not excited about my purpose. I'm not excited about my podcast, about my platform. And then, in turn, what happens is I feel like as I begin to move through that stuckness, I also am fighting myself, and I'm at war with myself because I was feeling frustrated by the fact that I had worked so hard for years to build up a platform, build up, build up a podcast, and and I and living what I what was my dream before now. Mm-hmm. And not feeling motivated to create and to move forward with it is so taxing on our souls because it's just like, we just get so hard on ourselves, right? We're like, oh, I worked so hard for this. This is what I wanted. Like, I can't give up. And yes, there is that aspect of that. But what you and me have been talking about where, okay, guys, like me and Lo like didn't really dive into how we've been feeling this summer until we met up in real life yeah we had kind of like talked online a little bit but we hadn't caught up in a minute since like spring since last time I was here yeah so when we were in the car we were talking about our stuckness and just looking at all the parallels and I was like I said this to you and I was just like you can be successful and inconsistent and you were like
1: Period. You were like, what? You were
2: <laughs> like you were like, I needed to hear that yes. so badly because Weight lifted off of my shoulders. Oh my god. Yeah. And I told myself that only like twenty-four hours before. That was something that came to me as a message to myself. And when talking about collective messages, it's really about listening to what I need, knowing that mm-hmm. energy is always going to be collective. Yeah. So that's what I realized is you can be successful and inconsistent and that's not what they teach us. They teach us if you're inconsistent, you're going to be like on the streets. You're going to be so unsuccessful. You're going to amount to nothing. Yeah. Like your life isn't going to be worth anything. Like that's what I was taught within my family who based so much of their value and their worth off of work and money rather than all the other beautiful things in life. Yeah. And the reality is that nothing in nature is in bloom 100% of the time. Like when we look at animals, when we look at nature, when we look at plants, when we look at mother Gaia, when we look at the earth, we realize, oh my God, nothing is always blooming. always has cycles of death and rebirth and transition periods. And for us to realize that we're like that too, because we are animals, we are nature. So why should we have to go, go, go all the time? And why should that mean that we're not going to be successful that makes no
1: fucking sense it's yeah. a lot yeah it's so ingrained in us too because any interview you watch with any entrepreneur any successful person anyone who's like made it in any oh. industry when they're asked what the key to success is the number one answer is always stay consistent consistency and it's so it feels like so much pressure because I feel mm-hmm. like especially as sensitive beings when we feel everything if you're feeling off it's so hard to show up and do the things that make you feel like are the only ways to be successful when really honoring your emotions and honoring how you're feeling is such a huge, important part of the process because what you're feeling in those stages is it's getting you so deeply connected and what's next for you. Mm. You have to feel those lows in order to feel like, okay, I feel this so I can teach whatever I'm feeling or express Mm. this in in whatever art I want to express it in. And we all forget that. Mm. I think that we are so deeply hard on ourselves for no reason but it's ingrained in us it's programmed mm. from society yeah it's <laughs> capitalism and honestly it's the old
2: paradigm yeah. right like it's the old system that no longer serves us it's our our parents generation and even like just even older older siblings older friends like it's it's so it's so new mm-hmm. to younger millennials and older gen z's i feel like we are the people that are bringing it into the world, this new paradigm. It's like age of Aquarius vibes. We yes. don't have to fully go into that because that's a whole nother just <laughs> yeah. vibe happening right now. Yeah. But what's happening is we were based so deeply in masculinity and structure and feeling like we needed to be so put together to be perfect. And now so many of us have been put on this earth, genuinely the card that we picked last night, star seeds, yeah. like people that have come on this earth to flow, to live intuitively, to show that. You can go through cycles, that you can be intuitive with your work, with your purpose, with your goals, and you can still be successful. You don't have to be on all the time. In fact, we shouldn't because to be on all the time equals burnout. And for me, that's not living in my authenticity. That's not living in my purpose and my truth. That doesn't feel good for me or for you. And there's so many of us who were brought to this earth at this time we signed up to come down at this time so we could be like, hey, we are ready to transform what it means to be successful because mm-hmm. the paradigm Oof. of what it meant to be successful before was so different from what it is now. I think it's also the real question for being successful is each individual defining what success means
1: for that. Yes. What does success mean for you, Miss <gasps> Uh Success for me is just ultimate peace oh, and joy. Success for me is genuinely just feeling like, I am being what my soul is here to be, mm. whatever that looks like. And money isn't a driving force for me. Mm. It only is in the way where I want to be able to give as much as I want to give and be, and express mm. in the ways that I want to express and the sanctuary that I want to have in order to create the things that I need to create from my soul. Yes. My soul so deeply speaks to me. And the only times that I feel out of alignment or sad or all of those things is when I'm not living from my soul and I'm, mm. and I'm attaching to the ways that society wants me to be you know yes exactly and so success for me is just being at peace Mm -hmm. in my life and always and knowing that I'm being I'm living from my soul and intentionally every single day
2: yeah I totally agree and for me I feel like it is that freedom knowing that I can have the experiences that I want I can have the sanctuary that I want to create I can have the time to create art and honestly a calm nervous system that's success yeah. to me. like that's yeah. a win and to be honest that does mean like certain amounts of money or having my work and my career go certain lengths in this lifetime mm-hmm. I do see that being part of the success in my mind but it's more about what I want from that rather than just accolades and attention and filling up voids through monetary reasons Yes, I see it as more how oh, I want to travel I want a beautiful home I want to create art that that is what success is to me too so yeah. I think it's just us coming to this planet to redefine what that means and knowing that a part of that means that we can be inconsistent and I think to answer your original question, which like I really did ADHD get just <laughs> no, off. No, we love
1: it. You're channeling yes. here and we
2: love that. But so I much. do see the full circle moment right here where it's like, okay, how do I stay in alignment and how do I show up even when I'm not feeling hundred percent? It is just honoring and accepting mm-hmm. the fact that inconsistency is a part of entrepreneurship. It's a part of life and that cycles are inevitable, and they are also beautiful. If we're fighting them, they're the most painful thing ever. Cycles, when we're at war with them, resistance is creating that suffering. Resistance is creating that pain. And for me, by just accepting that I can be whoever I want to be on this journey through my purpose, through my entrepreneurship, through my work, through my business, through my podcast, that immediately gives me permission to show up at any single phase and knowing that sometimes I don't have to also show up. Like sometimes yeah. I can push things back and we can honor that. And I never used to do that before. But for example, with everything with the fires and Maui, that was so devastating, so traumatic. And I don't really want to get into it, but I will say that I pushed everything back like two, three weeks. And I never would have done that before because old me that grew up in capitalism and, and being taught by specifically my dad, but both my parents that if, you push things off, if you're inconsistent, you won't be successful, you won't be good enough, all those those ideologies that were pushed on me that aren't my truth, I wouldn't have done that before, I would have felt pressured, I would have felt anxious, I would have felt this necessary like I should do this Mm -hmm. and now I know that anytime I say I should do this I put should in quotation marks for anybody listening I know that is my ego that is not my truth that is fear and fear is false evidence appearing real yeah it's literally not real it's not real it's like what we were taught and it's not it's not real so acknowledging that I can push things back I can be inconsistent and that doesn't take away from my worth as a creator as an artist as an entrepreneur is the most humbling and satisfying and and fulfilling and motivated internally motivating part of Knowing that I can
1: show up at any point. Oh, yes. These are things that I so deeply need to hear too, because it is breaking the rules of how it's always been. Yeah. You know, you are truly honoring the way that it that we're meant to be as humans. Our emotions rule us for a reason. And if we're mm-hmm. showing up in a way that feels forced or pushed or inauthentic, it's gonna mm-hmm. show in what we're creating and what we're working with. And I feel like for myself, there's been a few times where if I want to push something back, I'll do it and be honest and the response that I get from the person that I'm working with is so real and loving and Mm -hmm. compassionate and that's the way that all of us want to be with each other it's just there's this wall that we don't think we can
2: totally and like also it's like when I was the type of person that wouldn't give myself a break I wouldn't give anybody else a break
1: Mm -hmm. and that's something that I also notice
2: is now in my friendships in work In my family relationships in my partnership i'm a lot more compassionate and understanding and i'm willing to give people a break yeah for whatever they're going through because i give that to myself but before i wouldn't i would have expectations and resentments and feel like people were letting me down and and just creating all this unnecessary suffering for myself because brene brown talks about resentment in her emotion book that she wrote because she like really dives into each emotion and the differences between them and she talks about resentment as what what is that person doing for themselves that you aren't doing for yourself. So when someone else mm. would give themselves a break but I wasn't willing to do that in my own life, I would be resentful. I would be like, why would you think you could take a break? Why could you push that back? I'm counting on you. Yeah. And now five years later diving into my spiritual journey healing those parts of myself that wanted to push and hustle and wasn't living in my authentic truth I realized now I give everyone deep grace because I give myself grace yeah so yeah so it's refreshing to see everyone begin to give themselves grace because I really do think that it's a mental health movement that's happening because before and work even in corporate jobs you couldn't go to your boss and say like hey i'm having a really hard day i'm having grief this person passed away this happened i think i need to go home before people would be like well i don't fucking care get your shit done and then you can go yeah but i do feel like even my friends that work in the corporate world i've talked to them and there is this big awakening with grace and mental health and i and i do love to see that in all areas not just in entrepreneurship and for individuals But across the work field, I do see the awakening happening. Yeah,
1: the veil is being lifted in so Mm -hmm. many things in our entire world. And it's so beautiful because just everything that you're saying validates the fact that the way that we treat ourselves shows Mm -hmm. other people how to treat us and shows other people how they can treat themselves. So it really does start with us. Mm -hmm. And I think that it just goes back to us being so hard on ourselves when we're really going through certain things if you can just honor and love yourself through mm-hmm. it other people will honor and love yourself it's just such a huge beautiful ripple
2: there is the balance between giving yourself deep grace and honoring your cycles and knowing that inconsistency is truly a part of humanity and a part of life and a part of the job space and success and and, and knowing that that is just part of the journey and also it's not but but it's and because it's both I love and. Yes. it's a paradox of course it's not either or. It's so important to have devotion. When I'm having those super low periods, like in July in Oahu, where I just felt so stuck. There was just so many days where I just wanted to be on my phone, on social media, smoking a ton of weed, just suppressing my emotions and I mean, even though it's okay to not be productive all the time, it's also important to look at the ways that you're being counterproductive mm. to your own being, because it's okay to take breaks, especially with your work and with your purpose. And at the same time, it's it's okay to fall off the track with your devotional practices, like breath work, like meditation and like movement. It's okay to fall off because it reminds you of how deeply you need it mm. and how much you need to come back to that. But it's also important to kind of be like, okay, I don't need to be disciplined with all these things. I don't need to be so disciplined with my meditation, but I do need to be devoted to making my body a beautiful place to live in and making my mind a beautiful place to live in. Because how am I supposed to create art and create from purpose, from this place of unhealthiness within myself, from not taking care of myself, to Mm. nurture and to take care of yourself is everything. And it doesn't have to be consistent and disciplined you don't have to do the same thing every day but it is important to be devoted to it and be devoted to yourself and know that you can only show up for the world when you first show up for yourself and I Mm -hmm. feel like when we're having those really low periods of like I'm just so stuck I'm so depressed I don't want to create anything I feel like my spark's gone that feeling that both of us were experiencing yeah I feel like it's important for us to come back to well how can I nurture and take care of myself I can give myself grace and I can be inconsistent, but I don't know if it's the best thing to just completely ignore my needs. That's when we just completely fall off track. And that's when we go down the momentum of losing ourselves. And I want us to all get on track towards the momentum of filling ourselves up so that we can then eventually, when we're ready to step into the new cycle, have the energy that we need to create what we want to create. Oh, you know, and you've yes. e- we both experienced that. We fall off the track with our practices. Like, it's so just a part of it.
1: Yeah. But I love that you have so many things that help you when you're not wanting to do the breath work or meditating mm-hmm. or maybe the more disciplined, hard ones. Mm-hmm. You find joy in creating
0: yes. other things.
1: That yes. bring your soul joy that you're like, this might not be a sole purpose of mine. No one else needs to see this, <laughs> but I want to create just in order to create and let my soul express itself. Yes. So what are a few of your favorite things that you do? Okay. So I was telling you about this the other
2: day when I can't journal shadow work journaling and I can't feel my feelings when it feels truly like impossible. I'm just like, I don't know what I feel. I don't know what to write. I don't have any idea what I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. I'll try to almost write poetry or write lyrics. I feel like for me, I love songwriting, so mm. I think about it more as lyrics, and I'll kind of like hum it and sing along with it while I write it down. And I just try to write down whatever I think, and then try to make it rhyme.
0: I know that's like, I seems love that so, so silly,
2: much. But no, I love it. It's so fun because, ah, oh, it's just like it takes the pressure off of looking inwards. I feel like with journaling, especially people see it as this very taxing task mm-hmm. is we see it as this thing that feels very heavy like we have to dive into the deepest depths of ourselves and it's yeah. just not always true like you can make journaling fun again like yes, like I love that make it rhyme make it fun write lyrics write poetry like write things that express how you feel without putting the spotlight on you because sometimes when you're going through it it feels too much yeah to look within yourself and if we feel like it's too much we're going to resist it and then as we resist it's going to persist and suppress and create those energetic blockages within our body within our throat chakra because we're not saying what we want to say so to make it easy to make it fun to make it rhyme to make it childish in the best way is is an amazing way to take the spotlight and the pressure off of you and be like, okay, but how can I just create something? How can I just like write a song? Or how can I just write poetry? How can I make something beautiful
1: out of this? Ah, Just like play. I love this idea so much. And I think it took me way too long to understand this and realize this within Mm. myself. I had this story for so much of my life that I wasn't a creative person because I wasn't good at like one thing so i wouldn't mm-hmm. allow myself to just play with different creative outlets that i maybe would have played with when i was little mm-hmm. and A few years ago, I was like, I actually just want to see what my soul wants to play with. Every day, I just decided to have some sort of creation. Mm, Like what? What would you play Like I would paint. I would, I got a pink keyboard and just tried to learn how to play the piano by ear like I did when I was little or cut up clothes, play dress up, Mm -hmm. things that you don't have to be good at. And it's just something that you're doing for yourself to just play, get out of your head. You're connecting with your soul, but not in a way that feels so deep and heavy. Yes. But I struggle with this a lot. Because it's so hard to get there sometimes. Like for me, journaling, it's like the deepest way that I find my emotions and mm. I and I find clarity. So when I'm really in it, I don't want to go there. It's too of much. Of course. It's too
2: heavy. It's way and too heavy. you shouldn't heavy. have to. You should be able to clear out the blockages in a way that your body and your subconscious knows, knows how to. I think whenever I go and do somatic work or somatic therapy or I get Reiki or massages or... Or I dive into my mind through poetry, through songwriting. It it makes me realize that my subconscious and my body knows how to heal me without me consciously having to go through the pain.
1: Ooh, I love like, that. it. Really yeah. does. Like
2: so much will clear in your dreams. Like so much will clear in your body through movement, through yoga, through breath work. Like so much will clear out that you don't even realize without you having. To completely dive into it of course diving in is necessary at times and it does feel good to just go for it but sometimes when we're really really stuck and really really low that's not where we're supposed to go
1: yeah you know so yeah. I
2: love that make it fun yeah make it playful and also I love what you said like doing things you're not good at mm. doing things just for the sake of doing them is everything. Like yeah. I'm the worst painter ever. Same. Don't don't put a paintbrush in my hand. Don't put <laughs> I can't I can't draw for shit. I can draw <sighs> stick figures. That's yeah. literally like it, I can paint a watercolor sky, and it will look like a five year old did it. No, and
1: same. it's just like allow yourself to do things you're terrible at. Yeah, and I feel like when we're little, we have no problem doing that. But as yeah. adults, we feel so disconnected from that, mm-hmm. and it's so sad because once you start exploring that as an adult, it's so fun. I feel like so that's fun. one of the deepest ways to connect with our souls and remember who we are. Mm. Like same with me. I'm so bad at painting, but (laughs) the amount of paintings I've gifted to Stephen, to my dad, I have one on my wall right now. It's just like, it reminds you, you don't have to take life so seriously. And Mm -hmm. your little kid inside of you is still there wanting to live through this life and experience it with Mm -hmm. you and show you the ways how to, with making it fun and light and beautiful and playful and magic again.
2: Yes. And also what's coming up for me while you're saying that is like, not every creative process needs to be your career you don't have to make money yeah, off of it like yeah. you don't have to make it like your thing where you want like like attention or acknowledgement or accolades or money like you like not every piece of you needs to be monetized not mm-hmm. every piece of you needs to have a gain it can yeah. literally just be about the experience of exploring and expressing yourself and to allow yourself the outlet to do that I think gives you the opportunity to clear out what you need to clear out so that you can come back to your purpose you can come back to your work and you can be like I feel filled up again because I'm not just doing things for the end goal I'm doing things because it actually makes me feel good and then I feel like I don't know what's coming up for you right now but also the question that comes up for me is like oh but what if you just really feel like you don't feel good it's like it just feels so shitty to just yeah. be in that state for yeah. weeks for months where you're like, damn, I just don't feel good. Yeah, like it feels so debilitating. It feels discouraging to just realize that you've been stuck in this rut, and it's just like, well,
1: like, what do we do? Will I ever come back? That's Will like I a ever come that's back. a scary thought. As when you're in the deepest depths of it you're like I feel like I'm never gonna find myself again mm-hmm. and that's such a scary hard feeling to deal with because when you feel the alignment and you feel the spark in your soul and everything's flowing it's truly the most beautiful feeling in the world like nothing yes. can replace that. it's like molly it's yeah it's ecstasy so truly like, it's straight mdma truly, like without drugs truly <laughs> like, there's no there's genuinely no better feeling in the world
2: than being creative and inspired so yeah. like for people like us who that is our soul's purpose to do that, to be without it, like literally feels debilitating. It feels like, will I ever feel this way again? And I was telling you about how I was feeling that way. Over the summer, I was just like, I'm just not feeling creative with my podcast. I'm not feeling creative with anything. Like, I was just feeling uninspired, a lack of spark. And I told you about the interview with Billie Eilish. Yes.
1: Which also has changed my life in just the last (laughs) few days. I haven't even watched it, but just from what you've told me. (laughs) Yeah, because
2: it's so good. So basically, I was watching this interview with Billie Eilish, and she was talking about her and Phineas writing the new song for Barbie, the What Was I Made For? and background the reason that I watched the interview is because I'm obsessed with that song that song literally it's so beautiful deeply inspired me as soon as I was listening to it I just saw I wanted to sing it I wanted to dance it I wanted to express myself through that song so then I was like I'm gonna watch this interview about her talking about it and she was saying that her and Phineas hadn't written anything for like four to five months and I see Phineas as one of the greatest songwriters oh, of our time his lyrics his compositions his mixing like yeah. he is just fucking amazing He's and incredible. she's amazing too yeah Well, Phineas is like genius right, they're yeah. both geniuses yeah. <laughs> but he is so talented I love his work I love his music and they were saying they had felt like they lost it they lost their mojo they lost their spark they were like we just don't got it anymore like that's how they literally felt during this time because it was like four to five months of this creativity dry period mm. and I think as an artist that is one of the most painful things to experience Because yeah. you're like I just you just don't feel like yourself yeah in that and then she said that they went and watched some scenes from the Barbie movie and then that day or the next day they were like should we just try to write a Barbie song like with no intention of that being the song that they were going to give to the movie but basically they wrote what was I made for and it just poured out of them everywhere all the lyrics came flowing through and she was like damn they finished the song and they're like we still got it and it's that feeling as a creative when you're in that dry spell and for me to see that people that I look up to like Billie Eilish and Phineas they are some of the greatest artists that I see of our generation and they're doing the damn thing and they couldn't create for four to five months. And that that was depressing. That was sad for them. That Mm -hmm. was hard and painful. And then it came back and it made me realize in that moment, what that interview taught me was it will come back. And when I watched that interview, I was feeling so stuck, so in a rut. And every single day I would just like, anytime I felt sad about the way that I was feeling, because I think you can feel sad and you can feel stuck, but to feel sad on top of it about the way that you are feeling like feeling sad about being sad that is just pushing yourself deeper into
1: the hole yeah
2: rather than just being like it's going to come back and I just kept telling myself the spark's going to return the inspiration's going to return it's going to happen just like Phineas yeah just like Phineas and I just like kept seeing that and I had to go through some emotional unblockages to lift the spark. I talked about that in a recent podcast episode. I needed to clear something with a friend. I needed to clear something with my boyfriend. I needed to clear something within myself. And it was things that I wasn't ready to feel or say at the time. And when I was ready to feel and say those things and have harder conversations with other people and myself, that's when the blockages began to clear. Mm. So I think for me, that's just the lesson is like, sometimes when I'm feeling depressed and stuck, what am I avoiding feeling but also knowing that it will come up intuitively when the time is right. And yeah. as people like you and me who have a purpose to help heal others, we have to go through those processes of healing ourselves. Like you were saying in the yeah. beginning, we got to do it. We yeah. got to we got to go through those lows so that we can get out of them so that we can share it with yeah. others. And
1: yeah, that was kind of that entire process. It takes so much pressure off, just lifts so much energy knowing that everyone goes through it too, you know, people who have made it in life and seem Mm -hmm. so successful. But if you think about that song that they wrote, it so deeply hits the soul. And I don't think they would have been able to write those lyrics and create something so deep if they weren't feeling the way that they were feeling. Mm -hmm. So that's such a reminder too, that it's like, there is so much beauty and art that comes from those low moments. And we might feel disconnected, but we kind of have no choice to show how we're feeling at all times. Like when we're low, mm. people can see it. Mm. For me, at least, I have so much resistance to letting people see me in all forms. Mm. I want people to see me as the most loving fairy being walking around <laughs> and only really positive do. vibes. Thank <laughs> you. But like when I'm feeling low, I've always kept people out of that and mm-hmm. think that I have to do it alone. And through finding my creative outlets and finding Ways to connect to my soul and express it it allows me to let other people see me in those ways and let's mm. l- hopefully lets them let other people see them in those ways too. and yeah. I think it's all just so important. They all play just as much as an, a, of an important role as the highs do.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. and I also think the importance of having those lows and the positive intention is to shake things up. it's to reevaluate what is and mm. isn't working for us and yeah. I think if we are stuck in a certain, pattern or a certain motion, even if it feels good in the moment and maybe it's not serving our highest timeline, we will go through those lows to shake things up so yeah. that we can redefine who we are and we yeah. can get back on track in a way that feels in alignment with our highest timeline. So I also think that seeing the positive intention within the low also lifts the lifts the heaviness mm. of it because you're like, okay, this is something I am supposed to be experiencing and it's so cliche, but it's like the, this too shall pass. Like, yeah. I always thought that was like so stupid, yeah. especially just because I'm just not religious. And like, that's kind of based, rooted in like Christianity, mm-hmm. I think. I'm not a hundred percent, but it really is. This too shall pass. No, <laughs> I've been truly. thinking about that lately. I was like, damn, I always really judged that quote because it's association to religion and what that means. I'm not saying if anyone's religious, that that's a bad thing. It's just like, you know, not really what... I was raised to believe, but recently I've been thinking last couple months, like, no, that is legit. (laughs) This too shall pass. Kind of just like redefining what that means for me and being like, okay, yes, the storm will pass and we will see the stars again. We will see the sun again and the inspiration will return again. Like it is inevitable. Yeah. And like when you're in that low, knowing that it will pass and that inspiration and creativity and that spark and that energy will return again really really feels I mean it doesn't feel so great because when you're feeling that low it's hard to feel anything yeah and you said like we feel disconnected and what came up for me there was like it's so funny because we feel disconnected but we're always connected yeah it's just like we are just blocked from feeling it but we are always connected and I think that deep knowing also helped me go through that summertime sadness was like knowing that once I clear whatever blockage that's within me and whatever needs to be cleared when whenever I go through this period I will realize that I was always connected I was just blocked from feeling it
1: this is deeply resonating with me because this past weekend I tweaked my neck and it was days and days and days of just so much pain Mm. and Like when you're feeling disconnected, the anxiety, the sadness, whatever, when something in your body happens, it was just making me even more frustrated and Mm. irritable. And instead of taking it deeper for a few days, I was just hating on it and irritable and like, oh, like just annoyed. But then I finally got to the point of being like, oh, everything is connected. What Mm. is my tweaked neck trying to show me? And maybe it connects with how I'm feeling. So I had the intuitive thought to go look up what a tweaked neck means spiritually. Mm. And it was a blocked throat chakra. Yes. And and like, it's yeah, it's all connected. And so that moment brought me into doing a meditation for the Mm. first time in weeks and it was a throat chakra meditation, unblocking it. Mm. And it had me going Mm. deep into my spiritual practice, chanting, unblocking my physical, unblocking my spiritual, unblocking my emotional. And that was such a reminder for me that it is, it's all about being blocked. And Mm. I think that when we're so in it, we forget that we have the opportunity and the ability to clear them. And Mm. that's really all it takes sometimes. It really is. So I think also realizing that everything is all connected. Your Mm. mind, body, and soul are always trying to show you how you can get to the other side. Mm. And we just have to really tune in and think about it that way in a holistic way where it's like everything is going to show you exactly what you need to do in order to feel better. Mm. Yes, I agree.
2: And it's just the question I always ask myself and what my therapist always asks me is like, well, what is it trying to tell you? What is the positive intention of the anxiety, of the sadness, of the doubt, of the injury what is the positive intention what is it trying to communicate to you what is it trying to tell you because as you begin to clear that out everything else just falls falls like dominoes yeah in place and you're like oh shit yeah like all i had to do was stop resisting yeah Yeah. and like stop hating on myself so hard for feeling this way and start just being like well what, what is it trying to tell me? And like, what do I need? Yeah. You know,
1: so much easier said than done, but it is, it really is that simple. If you break it down and now that we're both on the other side of that (laughs) sadness coming out, feeling creative again, um, it is like, it's so much easier to look back and be like, that's really all I have Mm -hmm. to do every single time. And the more we can remind ourselves that and live that way every day Mm -hmm. just listening to all the little signs that our body's telling us it gets a little bit easier every time okay
2: wait I have a question for you because I think you do this really beautifully like when you said on the other side I do feel like both of us are moving out of that summertime sadness energy and being together and talking it out has been so powerful in that for me personally I feel like I struggle with waiting for the other shoe to drop like I start to feel better and then instead of holding on to the moments that feel joyful and feel fulfilling and feel just in alignment I start to be like but what if I start to like feel that way again Mm -hmm. what if I start to feel depressed again what if I start to feel uninspired and and with lack of energy and addicted and and just blocked like what if I start to feel that way again Mm -hmm. like and I and I feel like I just get in my head about waiting for the other shoe to drop and obviously every state is impermanent but I feel like you do a really good job of Holding on to the joys and leaning into the momentum of joy when you have it. And I think that's so beautiful. And you you and Susie are just like, when you guys are in that mode, you guys are so lean into it. And I feel like I like to lean into it, but sometimes I lean out of fear of it being taken away.
1: Wow. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that and seeing that. But I feel like that's such a normal feeling, like Mm -hmm. when you know how deeply it hurts and how painful it is. It's like, it stays with you. But I think for me, I've just experienced it so many times. I've been through these cycles forever. And I also feel like I've gotten to a place in my life where I'm almost too present. I have a hard time thinking about the future (laughs) and the past. Like I'm just, when I'm here, I'm here. And that's why I think the sad days are so hard because it's all encompassing. It's all I can feel. I can't really think about the future of feeling better. It's like, mm. this is just what I'm experiencing. But then in the highs, I am such an emotional, deeply sensitive person that its it just consumes my whole body. Like Everything feels so joyous and peaceful mm. and happy and grateful. And I think I also have found that remembering that life is such a gift. And mm. I've had so many moments in my life where I think about life is so short and I love who I am. I found a lot Mm. of self-love for myself. I deeply, truly, honestly love myself so much. And it's been a journey to get here, but Mm. I love who I am. I love being low. I love my life. And so... When the days are good, it's like, I'm just vibing in that and riding with it and being like, maybe tomorrow I won't be here and I won't be low. And if I Mm. died tomorrow, who knows how we come back. I do believe in reincarnation and I believe our souls are always alive and we get to experience life in so many different forms, but who knows if I get to be me again yeah. so I think that when I find Please, the joy because yeah.
2: oh, you. you are so special too and like thank seeing you, you in that way I'm just like <gasps> that's a beautiful way to think about myself too being like well I get to be Kayla in this lifetime and yeah like, that's really
1: cool like, yeah
2: <laughs> we both have like a cool set of circumstances yeah. that we have in mm-hmm. this certain
1: lifetime yeah we
2: have a lot of opportunity to create a lot yeah. of beauty
1: yeah and I think about that too I'm like what did I do in my past lives to have this specific life that I, I have think now about that. I always feel like I was a fucking saint you yeah, like same. literally. Well,
2: I went to my psychic medium. I've gone to her many times, but the first time I went, she told me of a past life with my mom,
1: oh, and wow.
2: and she was telling me that my mom is meant to give back to me in this lifetime because we were siblings <sighs> in a past life, and we were young, and our parents died, and we were orphans, and I was the older sibling, and I oh gave my her all my Oh my god, food. I have
1: chills everywhere. And I died <gasps>
2: young, like I died when I was young oh my to gosh, save her. Vibrating. I know, it's crazy. Whoa. I sobbed so hard because it Whoa. felt so real when she yeah. was telling me. It's crazy because my mom is so nurturing, and, and I feel like her love language to me is cooking me meals and cooking oh, me food. And, like, the fact that – my heart. So, like, even in moments like that, I'm like – what did I do? And I really do feel like I was a good person, sacrificed a lot. And in this lifetime, I don't, I don't really feel like I need to sacrifice. Like I get, I think I get to really live the life that I want to live yeah. and like get to live it to the fullest extent and yeah. get to live it for me. I came back as an Aries. So yeah, she did. Like, yeah, she did. <laughs> like, I came back as an Aries. So even though I love to give, I also came back for me.
1: Yeah. Like, no, that's so beautiful. And I love that you honor that and know that. And own that oh 100 yeah
2: I think it used to be hard because I feel like I attracted a lot of people in my life who are very giving almost to fault where it would go into people pleasing mm-hmm. and I think I would be like oh why don't I operate that way but I'm like nah I came into this world to obviously help others but through helping myself first yeah I think that's what I do on my platform yeah and I have three half brothers but I was raised an only child I was born in Aries like definitely just was meant to really do my own thing honestly that (laughs) no shame no i feel (laughs) that too
1: i think that we can all benefit i think we all should live our lives for ourselves to Mm -hmm. some extent i do agree and you've said this so many times throughout this podcast but it's just the core of what life is everything comes from how you live for yourself mm-hmm. like you said you went into spirituality and mental health because you needed it for yourself first we all have if you listen yeah. to any spiritual teacher or anyone who's a healer or their journey it's like it all started with them mm-hmm. and so i think that the more that we can accept that and own it and be like wait i am here for myself as well that's when we all can be who we're here to be mm-hmm. a better person for our family, a better person for the world, a better person to our friends, because we're loving ourselves first. Yes. <laughs> and, and I, I think, love that. Yeah. I mean, do you think people experience a lot of guilt? Like yeah. when it comes
2: to like showing up for themselves first. And I mean, I think a lot of it stems from parents and households mm-hmm. where kids were meant to feel like they had to please their family, please, their elders or else they would get in trouble you know get yeah. reprimanded or not be given love and I do think a lot of people in our generation experience that because of who raised us and, and it's just so generational so yeah. ancestral yeah but I do see people really beginning to break that and question like oh well why do I feel like I need to people please why do I feel guilty for choosing myself first and and I love to see that because I'm like I feel like that's something that randomly I was just born into this life with a little bit and I mean my therapist is always like you know people tend to go to one extreme or the other people are either self-to-self or self-to-others and it's really good to find the balance Mm -hmm. like to find balance we were talking about this balance is something we both deeply struggle with but it is a lesson that both of us need to learn in this life and it is that balance how can you be self-to-self and self-to-others how can it be so deeply balanced And not in a way that's also like 50-50, because 50-50, I feel like doesn't mean balance. I feel like balance truly means interdependence in a way where two things stand on their own but flow together beautifully in a way that creates peace and cohesion. Yeah. So I think, you know, there's no right or wrong way to do it. But I think if somebody's listening to this and they are more self to others, more people pleasing, more really wanting to do everything for others, I think it's really important for you to lean into being self to self and choosing that every single day. And then I think if someone's more self to self, I think it's really important for me to really lean into being self to others, because that is, you know, finding the balance. Yeah,
1: I love that so much. So what would be an example for someone to do self to others on Mm -hmm. a daily, like a little thing they could do and vice versa? Mm -hmm. Honestly, self
2: to others, I feel like in the smallest ways, going out into the world, and you do you do this so beautifully, going out into the world and just like being kind to people, like making people's day, like saying what you love about somebody's outfit or vibe, talking to people, just being out of your own bullshit and into the world and realizing that even if, honestly, when I'm feeling really shitty, one of the number one ways that I can feel better is about giving and showing love to other people's mm. like even just small acts of kindness with strangers yeah. or sending a really nice voice memo to a friend that I love like yeah. by giving love in that way I'm filling up love within myself so I think that is a really 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 powerful way on the daily it's just like talk to strangers stop being so in your own bullshit in yeah. your own world like Obviously, feel out people's vibe, but like you were saying in Tulum, and I'm hoping to manifest this in Bali and in Lombok, is as long as you are vibrating at the frequency that that you are meant to, in that moment, the people that are meant to be attracted into your life will be. And totally. you will meet amazing strangers that who, whether they're angels or part of the simulation or whatever, like yeah. they, they will give you what you need and you will have beautiful interactions. Yes.
1: <laughs> Is on the podcast. Say hi. Say hi, Willa. <laughs> she <laughs> smiled. <laughs> She's smiling out. She I smiled you. so good. That was <laughs> so cute. We <So> <laughs> like, love you. Do you want to come up? I love that example so much, and I think that is one of the ways that I always find easiest to get out of my own stuff. Is like when mm. you go out into the world, you see how cute everyone is, and you get to see mm. other people in their joy. It brings you back to gratitude and how beautiful Mm. this life can be. And I have this deep knowing that every single person, or at least I tell myself this, every single person that you encounter can be like in a video game where they relay, you know, when you find a little fairy in a video game and they give you like a A map or they give you a hint. I think everyone in the world is that. I love that theory. So if you go, yeah, if you go into, yes, no, it's life-changing. Like you go into the gas station. And before you go in, the cashier is going to give me a little piece of advice or say one thing that's going to validate how I'm feeling or what's like, they're just going to give me a hint. It, really it is a always happens. <laughs> no, it, it is. And that we can talk about this forever. Um, but I love that. And yeah, people do always when you're aligning with the vibrations and you're asking for that, they do mm. always show up. It's so it's proven time and time again. And it's just yeah. how our world works. So it really is. I love that. I love too. Um, okay, and so then that was for self to others. And then what would be one self to self? Oh
2: my gosh, just like when are the times that you put off what you need and what you want because you feel like you should be doing something else. You mm. should be showing up for this other person. You should be going to that gathering. You, you should be – All the shoulds. Like, how can you look at the shoulds and realize what do you want? (laughs) Like, what do you actually want today? Like, what is your intention for the day? And obviously, in reality, people have jobs and have to show up for certain things and have commitments and all these things. And it's just like, how can you, if you do feel like you have such a busy life full of shoulds, full of responsibilities that maybe don't always fill you up, which is also just a part of being human, too? I Mm -hmm. think that is like, You know, that isn't a good or bad thing. I think it can be neutral to have responsibility. How can you set aside time that you're truly doing what you want? Just something that you really want to do. Something that you truly enjoy. And also something that you enjoy that shows that you are an active participant in your life rather than passive. Where I feel like passive would be like, maybe you're like, you know, watching TV, scrolling on social media, and that's what you want to do. And I think sometimes that's what we want to do when we're burnt out. Mm-hmm. But how can you do something for you that you want to do that shows that you are an active participant in your life? You know, I which passive that. things are great too. That's, yeah. It's neutral, it's not good or bad. Yeah. It's okay to do the passive things when you need a brain break. But know that when you're stimulating your mind through TV, through social media, you're not actually giving yourself a break. And to do something active, to go on a walk with yourself, to paint, to go on a drive by yourself, to do something that's active and participatory, it is going to fill you up more and give you actually more rest than stimulating your brain through social media or through alcohol through smoking through all these different things it really is more restful sometimes to do something active yeah and we don't really realize it yeah
1: I yeah I love that so much and I think it also it's such a good reminder that it puts you out into the world yeah I think the more that we can step into our community and into our surroundings yes you remember the feelings Mm. that you want to feel Yes. No, it's so true. And I think just to like circle it
2: back to step into community is also to step into your purpose and Mm. to step into your work. And I was feeling very disconnected from my community. And I mean, I kept saying like, I would deeply want community and then everything happened on Maui. And I'm like, yeah, not me getting what I asked for in such a twisted way. But also, it's just like people coming together in that way is so beautiful. People, people coming up with solutions for the community, people Connecting people, going outside, especially after COVID, I feel like people just being so in their own space yeah. and not wanting to be around others. It just was so beautiful to see so many people out there on the daily. Me and my friends went to the Humane Society and volunteered, and there were so wow. many people. And it's just like, wow, it's so beautiful that I don't know any of you, but we all have this common interest in working towards our community and our Ina and our land and yeah. and our island and. So I think community and service puts us back into purpose every single time. Yeah. I also think that's another great way to be self to others is through
1: community and through service and through showing up. Yeah, yeah. that's so beautiful. Yeah. And it's it's through such devastation that sometimes like it, yeah. it it's needed to remind people why we're all here together. You exactly, know, and yeah. we're sending. So much healing and love and prayers to Maui. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, me too. Every day. Every time I
2: think about it, I I saw this thing, and this wasn't for Maui in particular, but like, pray about it as much as you think about it. And for anyone who feels resistance around, like, prayer, like, I really did. Because I, you know, associated with religion and capitalism, patriarchy, and all the fucked up things in the world, to be honest, and control and power, and... Balances and that. and like in the last year i was telling you i do pray a lot i pray to my spirit guides i pray to source i sometimes use the word god but i saw this thing and it said pray about it as much as you think about it and now every time an anxiety or a worry comes up or anytime the grief and tragedy comes up around maui instead of just like thinking about it i'm like okay i'm gonna take this as an opportunity it's coming up in my consciousness it's coming up in my sphere i'm going to just pray about it just say a, say a little prayer for whatever anxious thought I'm feeling or whatever, whatever tragedy or collective grief that I'm feeling. I'm just going to feel that prayer and pray about it as much as you think about it. Like as soon as you start to feel the anxiety come in, like begin, begin to just send, send some good
1: love, good vibes out there. Truly. (laughs) I love that so much. And I like, we really do have so much more power than we think with our love Mm, and our intention and our energy that goes with all things in the world whenever you think about a person or Mm -hmm. or anything really sending love instead of anxiety
2: yeah whenever I'm like hating on someone or like resentful of somebody or I feel like they fucked me over whatever yeah what two of my guys two of my mentors taught me to do was imagine them in a crystal quartz and just send them so much love like instead of hating them like just send them love because like the only reason they hurt you is because they are deeply hurt. So I feel like, yeah, that is a way that I've done it in the past that I didn't really realize. But yeah, whenever I think about somebody or a situation that makes me feel icky, it makes me feel not good. I'm like, I'm going to send love to this heart. Because that's really the best that I can do right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. And I feel like that truly is what you said earlier about cliche sayings. Like the older <laughs> I get, the more I realize they all mean the most. They are they are cliche, cliche for a reason. And I think that's one is love. Love is literally everything mm-hmm. and Sending love and being love. I think it's our greatest superpower in the world. And so that's such a beautiful reminder to all of us that we all have that power no matter how we're feeling, no matter Mm -hmm. what we're going through and our own feelings in life. We have that ability to tap into love and send Mm -hmm. it even if we're not feeling it ourselves. Totally.
2: And also coming back to like feeling the depression and the stuckness or if I'm feeling a lot of anxiety or nervousness, I'm just like, guides, please help me take this away. Even if I'm having like a physical injury, Guys, please help me heal this. Yeah. Like, give permission to the energetic world to help you because we do free will. So, it's, sometimes you really do got to give permission. Yeah. Because we have free will. Yeah. So, we got to acknowledge that that's what we want so that they
1: can help us. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. I love that. I resonate with everything that you say always I I know this conversation is so good I know we're running out of time you guys I literally want to talk to you forever and I'm so grateful that we're friends and that I get to talk to you always but I love you and this has been so beautiful and so
2: powerful I seriously love you I need to hug you. you I love you I love you
1: Thank you for being everything that you are and being here with me. Thank you for
2: being everything that you are and having me on. I feel so honored that you feel honored to have me on. I'm just like, wow, the fact that you see me in that way is so special. And I
1: I just forget sometimes. Yeah, we all do. I don't know. We just forget. Like, what we're doing is special. Yeah. Like, in any
2: capacity. You don't have to be doing something
1: big for it to be special also. You are truly sunshine in human (laughs) form. You are such an angel on this (laughs) earth. and. Being with you and hearing the ways that you felt about yourself and self-sabotage is like, it's crazy to see from an outside perspective because I just see you as pure love and everything that I aspire to be in you. And so I think that's such an important reminder for me too, is that we all go through it. We all experience it. And if we can only see ourselves through other people's eyes, we would never feel the way that we feel. Yeah. And that's such a powerful exercise that I always tell people in my community to do is like,
2: Text somebody who you really trust and be like, how do you see me? Like, when you're feeling lost, like, how do you see me? And, um, yeah, in my Soul in Progress community, I had people do that, and they were commenting who they texted, what they said, and everyone just said how they all cried (sighs) and how impactful it felt to see themselves through the eyes of people they love. Like, it really is so special, and that's why we have connections. Like, it is mirrors for us to see. For us to see ourselves truly, totally. like it really is, like yeah. all connected. Oh, when I went to this meditation retreat, there was this mantra that this guy grew up from Palestine and he's so fucking wise and so cool, and he taught me this thing, and it's hum, dum, hare hare, and then hum is the light in me, and then thumb is the light in you, or, like, the source in you, the mana, the light, the source, the God within you. And then Hare, Hare is God, the source, the light all around us. (gasps) And I think, like, Oh, that wow. is just life truly no, that is life literally. like it's like, it's in me it's in you it's all around us yeah and like we're all just mirrors to see that light truly we are all one we really are we really are <laughs> we really are and that's why we have crazy like synchronicities just like, going through the same situations with people in our life and having parallels with people who are in our life who are all the way across the globe yeah. because like that is just how life works Yeah,
1: because <laughs> we're all connected. We are literally all just one big love <laughs> <Literally>. ball. <laughs> but oh, I, I, I just you. want to say I love you so much. I'm just so sure. grateful for you. I love you. I I love thanks you. for having me. Thank you for being here. <laughs> if you want to give all of your socials and stuff. Yeah. So. Skinny Dipping is my
2: podcast. Yeah, Hopefully love will
1: link it below. I will.
2: And yeah, there's so many good episodes. that would be a follow-up to this episode. Um, I just did one on forgiveness and grief and unblocking blockages, energetic blockages. And I think that would be a really good follow-up episode if you're like, what should I listen to next? Yeah. Like, that would
1: be a good one.
2: Um, and then I'm Sunday's Cake In, all platforms, Kayla is on YouTube, Skinny Diving Diaries on Instagram. it will be all linked below, but that's me. And if you want to be part of my community, it's only $5 a month and yeah it's a soul in progress community it's an app it's a website there's resources for breath work tapping meditations but also just like community for healing so that's me i'm kayla rose thanks I for having you. me on
1: though. i love you so much i love yay. you yay thank you thanks for listening guys we love you so much we love you. have the most beautiful day sending all of our love Mwah. Mwah. yay <laughs> yes. That's a wrap. That's a That's wrap. That's a wrap.
0: <laughs> Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>